and welcome back. To, oh, I thought we, I thought we were about to do that like twin thing, you no. know, where they like. I don't know that. Not, you know, like okay, like when twins like say the same thing and like they do the same pauses and it just like happens, you know. I mean, sometimes we do finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was gonna say. Boom. Uh, <laughs> no, I was really hoping though that it was gonna keep on going. In what other sports podcast, within the first minute of the podcast starting, is a Disney song going to be referenced? Uh, first 30 seconds, actually. Yeah, whatever. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like there's a couple that are quirky. quirky Maybe a enough. couple, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, I learned something new today. And I learned it for the first time. Yeah. So you guys might also be learning it for the first time. Because you're also dumb. Like me. I want you to think about Paris Hilton. Oh, boy. Paris Hilton. Her first name is a major city in Europe, right? Paris, France. Yeah. Her father is the guy who started Hilton Hotels, very popular hotel chain, right? Which is how she gained her fame, right? Yeah. Now I want you to think about The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, the old Disney show. And think about London, London Tipton. Mm-hmm. London, famous city in Europe, and her dad started a major hotel chain. Right? London Tipton is based off of Paris Hilton. I just put that together today. Wow. That was my yeah. favorite Disney show growing up. I liked it better than Wizards. I liked it better than Phil of the Future. Uh, I liked Phineas and Ferb, but Phineas and Ferb came out a few years later. So, growing up, it was Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I love that show. I watched it religiously. I've seen every single episode. I, today, at 28 years old, in 2023, the year of our Lord, just discovered, just put together, <laughs> that London Tipton is based on Paris Hilton. Incredible stuff there, bud. Incredible hey, stuff. You know what? I figured uh, it out, and that's the main point. Some of us figured it out when we were in middle school, high school. But, listen, if you're one of those people who figured it out sooner than later, or if you're someone like David, who is just figuring it out now, uh, you can reach out and tell us on Twitter, with our brand new Twitter, at so we don't get fine. Never mind, that's not the handle. That is not the handle. The handle is at we don't get fined. Ba da ba ba da ba that. We have a Twitter. Yeah. Huh. You you're logged into it. Yeah, no, it's on my phone. What I'm what kidding. are you doing? What are you it's doing? Anyways, anyways, we do indeed have a Twitter. I don't really twit, so I'm not good at the twats. Anyways, uh, listen. It took us over an hour to cover the first half of this list. We should we should probably jump right in. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it will not take this long because we also have some other wide receiver stuff. At the end, hopefully, if we can get to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this one doesn't take us as long. We only have 15 instead of 17 this time. Uh, we ended with the 16th wide receiver room. Yeah. Uh, so, Thomas. Number 15. Again, we are comparing contrasting with a ESPN writer's list that he published. So, jumping out of the gate, he's got the Jacksonville Jaguars as the 15th best wide receiver room in the league. That's very high i have the commanders also to me very high really yeah i had them at like 20 i I mean i remember that but like 
I mean, that's five spots. Who do you who do you have? I have the Cleveland Browns. And to me, that is high. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. I keep forgetting about Elijah Moore, though. We've already talked about why Cleveland, why I have Cleveland. They have Elijah yeah. Moore. I think Amari Cooper is the most underrated player, uh, or wide receiver in football, and arguably the most underrated player in football. Um, also, that's a, that's we might, I might have mentioned the Browns as 16 in last episode. I don't know. My things got a little jumbled. They're numbered now. They are 15 on my list. <laughs> on the updated list, the only update was that he numbered it. Yeah. But yeah. It, on the updated list, they are 15. Uh, listen, dude. Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson, Deami Brown's been a bit of a uh, disappointment, but Curtis Samuel is the three. I mean, that is an electric group of wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's very good. Like, I, mean, I have him at what? Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, 20. It's like, that's still good. And we've, we've talked about how loaded the wide receiver rooms are in the NFL right now. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, 20's not bad at all. I just like the Browns a lot better than the Commanders. I respect your opinion. And I also disagree. I mean, that's okay. Uh, to it's me, okay to be wrong, honestly. To me, Terry McLaurin is better than Amari Cooper. Jahan Dotson. That's wrong. Is that's better. wrong. What do you mean? That's not even debatable. That is debatable. That is not... What? I said what I said. And oh I meant my it. gosh. To me, Jahan Dotson is better than Elijah Moore. What? And to me, Curtis Samuel is better than Donovan Peoples-Jones. I agree with that. That's the only one I agree with. Okay, why, why do you have such... Uh, problems with the elijah moore jahan dodson because it's wrong how how do you figure because elijah moore's a better receiver than jahan dodson it's simple as that okay why hold on i'm pulling up stats right now elijah i didn't moore, know you were going to come at me with this insolence elijah moore didn't play last year they both only have one year of work to compare with right now i'm looking up terry mclaurin and amari cooper to prove you wrong there I, I feel like Terry McLaurin, though, has been a sneakily, sneakily stud-wide receiver since he's come into the league. Yeah, he has. He's been great. I love Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is awesome. I'm not disagreeing that he's great. I'm disagreeing that he's better than Amari Cooper. I mean, okay, okay. Well, while you're looking up that, I'll make my case for Elijah Moore, Jahan Dotson. So, uh, Elijah Moore barely played last year. There was some stuff going on. We don't really know the intricacies, so I'm just going to base, like, what I've... Like, his career stats, whatever they are. Uh, He's got 80 receptions, 984 yards, and six touchdowns, which is not bad. Like, I'm not saying that... Me saying that Dotson is better than Moore or McLaurin is better than Cooper, that's not me saying that they are... I'm not saying that the other sucks. I'm just saying that, in my opinion, Jahan Dotson is better than Elijah Moore. But I could be mistaken. I mean, stats-wise, lean toward Elijah Moore. Uh, Dotson's got 35 receptions, 523 yards, and 7 touchdowns. But that's also less, that's less than half the receptions that Moore has. So, 
I mean, I think we'll see. We're gonna see what's what this upcoming season, but I, I, I think it's Dotson, dude. I think in five years it's gonna be Jahan Dotson, but right now, what we've seen from both of them on the field, it's Elijah Moore. I mean, he's got a higher volume, but I don't. I wouldn't say that he's better right now. I mean, like I, like I, I meant what I said. You know, I think McLaurin is better than Cooper, and I think Dotson is better than Elijah Moore. And then again, you know, Curtis Samuel is way better than Donovan Peoples Jones. That's not even a like. That's not even like a a debate. I agree with that. I agree with that part wholeheartedly. Um, here's where. The big part I disagree with is Terry okay. McLaurin and Amari Cooper. Okay. Terry McLaurin, in the last four years, the four years he's been in the league, mm-hmm. has 4,281 yards. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. In those four years, in which Amari Cooper has played like five less games, okay, he has 4,328 yards. Okay. In those four years, Terry McLaurin has 21 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. In those four years, in five less games... Amari Cooper has 16 plus 5 is 21 plus 9 is 29 touchdowns. Okay. No, 30 touchdowns. Okay. So he has nine more touchdowns and 100 more yards, 50 more yards, in five less games over the last four years. So tell yeah. me again well, I how think, Terry McLaurin is better than Amari Cooper. I mean, I think it's relevant to the conversation that – Terry McLaurin was getting the ball thrown to him by Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz, like eight quarterbacks. And Mark Cooper has been getting the ball thrown to him by the guy who's led the league in t- interceptions the last four years with Dak, uh, Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, and Deshaun Watson who hadn't played football Mark in two Cooper years. never played with Baker Mayfield. You're right. Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson hadn't played football in two years. Okay, yeah, but like let's but like Dallas's offense is a much more potent offense than the offense in Washington. I'm just saying. Like it makes sense that those numbers are going to be a little higher. Not a little higher, a lot higher. Listen, man, it's just my opinion. We're ten minutes in. And we haven't... Then don't say disrespectful crap again if you don't want me to get hype. This is why Amari Cooper is the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. Is because of this right here. People are looking at Terry McLaurin, who's great. I love Terry McLaurin. He's a good wide receiver one. But they're saying people They're saying people like him are better than Amari Cooper. And that who's that's just false. Flatly false. And your opinion. That's a fact, Jack. Okay, you take you take that to the bank then. I will. All right, you 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 do that. You do that. Uh, next up, he's got the Jets at Disrespect. fourteen. Disrespect. And I that's that's actually where I have the Cleveland Browns. The Jets. I, I talk have... about you being disrespectful, which like come on, you cannot lamb blast the Browns when comparing them to the Commanders and then have them one spot higher. Listen, man, I just, I, I like, I, I think that the Browns wide receiver room has, like, I think the top end quality is higher on the commanders, like I just said, but I think there's a, Marquise Goodwin is also a Browns wide receiver. 
Yeah, no, like I, like I think that the reason that I have the Browns above the Commanders is just the depth. You cannot really be- All right, all right. I got to get past it. Uh, as disrespectful as you're being right now. Even though I just listed them above. You said Terry McLaurin's better than Amari Cooper. In my opinion. Disrespect. But as disrespectful as you're being right now, I feel like I am going to be pretty disrespectful in what I'm about to say. Because at 14, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, I mean. I love Mike Evans. I think Chris Godwin has fallen off. I think I love Chris Godwin. He's not as good as he used to be. They lost Scotty Miller, um, who made a lot of big plays for them. Uh, never had like phenomenal stretches of games, but phenomenal play wise, like big yeah. plays. And the starting quarterback is either going to be Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. And so I just goats. I love the Bucks. I love Mike Evans especially. I just don't think they're as good as they used to be, which is why I have them down here at fourteen. I mean, it makes sense, dude. Any team that like goes on a run, like at at some point the wheels come off. Yeah, you know, like it, like that math adds up. But like, I, I feel it's weird. not an indictment. With you know, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, them being at fourteen seems absurd. Yeah, like me saying that just seems absurd. But I just I think both of them falling off a little bit. Mike Evans is still putting up big numbers, but. I'm just not. You're a face. Super burn. High. So. Better go get some aloe vera for that. Maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, I guess I guess well, that's a pretty tame. Like it's it's one of those things, dude, where it's like I could see people getting offended by that, but also on the other hand, I could see people even listing them lower than fourteen. Yeah. Uh, but moving forward, he's got the San Francisco 49ers at 13, which I, I, if I remember correctly, you had them pretty low. Uh, I had them at 17. I've got the Broncos at 13. I had them a lot lower. Yeah. Where did I have the Broncos? Oh, yeah, I had the Broncos at 21. Yeah, yeah. Talking, yelling at me for being disrespectful. I mean, that's not disrespectful. I mean, Cortland Sutton's had a career, but he's fine. I listen. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with Judy. And for some reason, there seems to be a lot of hype around Tim Patrick as the number three. And then they drafted Marvin Mims, who has also kind of had some like, this guy's gonna fly under the radar and blow our minds kind of vibe to it. Uh, but I mean, I get the lack of faith, I guess. Cortland Sutton had 800 yards and two touchdowns last year and 700 yards and two touchdowns the year before. Again, Russell Wilson, Teddy Bridgewater slash Drew Locke. I you don't just think... said he's had a career. He's I, had, I'm, he's had, he's been in the league longer than two years, David. I'm just. I'm just telling you the last two years. I'm referencing the entirety in of his career. Games, in 65 games, 3,500 yards. Okay. In 65 games. Okay, that's like an average of 50 yards a game. A little more, but like... That's not very good. I mean... And 14 touchdowns in those 65 games. 
he has he has missed a lot of injury time. But like I listen, that's where I have them. I think Cortland Sutton is a fine player. I think Jerry Judy is a fine player. I think Tim Patrick could be a fine player. I also think they're all fine. We're saying fine differently here. I'm saying fine as in like he is a fine player and you're saying fine as in like yeah, he's fine. You see like Cortland there's the difference. Sutton's second year was a really good year. He had 1100 yards and six touchdowns. That's his only good year. So in five seasons in the NFL, he's had one good year. And you put the Broncos at 13 because of that? No. What? No. It's not because of one good season, David. I think they have a really strong wide receiver group. That's why I put them up there. That's the whole reason. But you're not giving a reason. You your first reason was Cortland Sutton's had a career. Cortland I, Sutton's had one good year in five seasons. Yeah, well, it's also relevant that he has only started more than ten games three three of his five seasons. One he missed a full year due to tearing his ACL in the first week. Okay. I think that's relevant. And I'm not talking about add. that one season. No, but you're you're lumping it so in. So fine. With Let's the, say four seasons. Yeah. Still, in four seasons, only having one good season, he played 16 games his rookie season, 700 yards, four touchdowns. He played 16 games his second season. That was his good season. He played 17 games and then 15 games and had 700 yards and then 800 yards and four total touchdowns in those two seasons. No, I'm not you're, – you're talking about the last two years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. No. Justin Jefferson wouldn't have had nor Justin Jefferson would have pedestrian numbers on the Broncos the last two seasons. I don't agree with that. The point is, David, is he hasn't been exactly set up to succeed. I agree. Like but even when player like when Case Keenum was throwing the ball in Minnesota, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs both had a thousand yards. Yeah, but that offense very adamantly approved that it didn't matter who was throwing the ball because Case Keenum went in, he lit it up. Sam Bradford went in, he lit it up. I mean, in Carolina, DJ Moore had a thousand yards. Yeah, because he was the only person there. Who else was getting receptions on that team? I'm just saying, man. I just don't understand. Like, I get. Who's throwing the ball does make some impact. I do get that. But you can't, like, we still don't. He has the same quarterback he had last year. Yeah. And, yes, it's obvious that Russell Wilson's going to get better. He quite literally cannot get worse. Nope. And so, obviously, Wilson's going to get better. But I just don't – I can't see taking two guys, one of which has only had one good season, the other of which has never had a 1,000-yard season, and put them – in because of them, we don't know what Tim Patrick's going to be, so he barely counts. So because of those two, putting them at 13, that that's, I just cannot. That is where I believe that that skill, that, the, that, that is where I believe that the skill of that wide receiver room is at. See, I think we approach this differently because I am not looking, I am not trying to look at this as a skill, just pure base skill. I am looking at this as what we have seen. 
That's why I don't give enough. That's why I don't give too much credence to rookies. A little bit, but not a, not a lot. Not as much as I give to established players because it's hard for me to say, "Oh, they've got the talent. They could be great this year." We don't know. Russell Wilson had the talent to be great last year, and he didn't. So, like, we don't we don't know what they're going to be until they be it. And we've seen what they are and can be and have been for the last three and four seasons and five seasons. And it's not been 13th best in the league, in my opinion. I think that's... Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to penalize them for playing under what they can because, they ha- like, because they've been dealt a bad hand. Like, I'm not going to penalize them for that. That's where I think with competent quarterback play, that's where I think they would be at. Because say what, say what you will, but what we saw from Russell Wilson last year was not competent quarterback play. This is definitely not a list for me of where they will be at. Because this would look very different. I'm, I'm not saying where, they will, where they will be. I'm saying this is where I think that their skill puts them at. I mean, listen, man. To each their own. It is taking us 10 minutes per matchup. I do think they will end higher than I have them. But right now, they're not the 13th best. But whatever. I have the Bears. You want to talk about... I mean, DJ Moore, but like outside of that... like DJ 13? Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, and Equiminius St. Brown. Depth alone. Equiminius St. Brown is barely a wide receiver three. Depth? He's not. He's a wide receiver four. Chase, no, 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 but I'm saying, alone. I'm saying like, like that, like out, like in a vacuum, like he is a wide receiver three. Thomas, their Chase wide Claypool? receiver three is a former wide receiver one. Their wide receiver two is a former wide receiver one. Their wide receiver one is a current wide receiver one. Uh, Chase Claypool was never, wait, did you say he was a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two? Wide receiver one. He's wide receiver he was, two in Cleveland. He was never, wait. Or since Chicago. Jeez. I I mean Chase Claypool was a wide receiver one in Pittsburgh for a year. No, he just benefited from the other look from everyone looking at Deontay Johnson. I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be the one the year DeAndre Deontay Johnson popped off. Deon, he popped Deontay off. Johnson just happened to get all the catches because people were focused on no. Claypool. Johnson popped off the year before. Very, very like point is depth alone every single wide receiver they have has been at least or at least in their top three two of them have been wide receiver ones and one of them wide receiver two like if your top three your worst was a wide receiver one last year that's pretty daggum good i mean granted it was on a bad it was because he was on chicago like but still like i think that's a deep wide receiver room with a lot of really good guys on it I don't know that I would call Chase Claypool good. I, uh, he had a phenomenal. Why do I have more belief season. in former Pittsburgh wide receivers than you do? It should say something though. Um, Chase Claypool had a phenomenal rookie season. What do you mean it should say something? You're the the only time you're unreasonable in sports is when you're talking about your team. <laughs> so what do you mean it should say something? Whoa, 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 whoa. I am completely reasonable talking about my team in any sport outside of football. Okay? Okay? Let's just... Uh, that's what I meant. The let's Steelers. put some cushion Sorry. around I meant, that. I meant the Steelers. Uh, no. Like, listen, dude. I 
trust me, I'm I know I'm completely unreasonable. I went out and traded in fantasy DeAndre Hopkins for Chase Claypool. Not one for one, but like still. Like I was a huge believer and I still have him on my team. Um but like he outside of that rookie year, it's just been okay. It hasn't been this like Mapletron thing that we latched onto at the at off the rip. Like how is this any different than my argument against Cortland Sutton? I mean, because outside of his second year, it's just been okay. I'm I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying though that, like, we get into this argument about Cortland Sutton, and then you're like, boom, Chase Claypool, wide receiver one, and it's like, what, what, the, what? And you want to talk about having a worse? Who had the worst draw throwing the ball to him? Definitely Chase Claypool. For like six games of his career. Six games my foot. His entire last season, Ben Roethlisberger couldn't hit a hit you in the face right now from where I am to you. Yeah, he couldn't throw the well, ball five yards. That's pretty detrimental to a wide receiver. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. But he still had 100-plus targets, and he only caught 50-something of them. Like, because Ben undershot him by 25 yards. I'm just saying... That I don't think Chase Claypool is as good as a lot of people look back on him I'm because of his because of how good his rookie year is, and I don't think Darnell Mooney is really that guy either. I'm a big believer in Chase Claypool. I think Darnell Mooney is fine. I definitely don't think he's a wide receiver one, even though he was last year. I think I think he got a lot of early hype because he was the one thing that wasn't a complete and total liability. Isn't he also like nine feet tall? No, he's like 5'11". No, I'm pretty sure he's tall. Anyway. He might be 6, but I'm pretty sure he's like 5'11". The biggest reason I have Chicago this high is because I'm a massive fan of uh, DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore was one of the best signings in the offseason. Trades. Whatever. Um, Best trades. Whatever. I am a huge fan of DJ Moore. I think that immediately makes that team better. I think Justin Fields takes a step this year. I I love this wide receiver room for the Bears. Yes, it is probably too high, but I love this receiver room for the Bears. Okay, 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 okay. All right, you're right though. We need to move on quicker. Uh, yeah, I think That's I think probably my fault. We might need to have a part three. No, we won't. we won't. We won't. Let's get through it. Are you uh, okay? Um, at twelve, he's got the Denver Broncos. I have the Baltimore Ravens. Really? Yes. I I think Odell Beckham I have the comes 49ers. back with vengeance. I think he has. You have the 49ers all the way up at twelve. You have the Ravens all the way up at twelve. Yeah, I think the Ravens have a better room than the 49ers by a lot. I mean, that's just wrong. Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't is played phenomenal when he plays. He hasn't been playing because he's been hurt, but he's had an entire year away from football. Probably I'm, not. I, no, probably but, not away from football. I mean, like I'm just but saying, an entire year to get healthy. No, no, no. I, right? Like what I'm saying is, like we haven't seen many people not play in the league for a year and then come back and be useful. I'm listen. I'm not saying we he don't won't say be. this about guys from injury. 
We only say this about guys who were not on teams for various reasons, but injury is not one of them. We've seen a lot of wide receivers get injured and come back and play great. We've seen quarterbacks miss entire seasons with injury and come back and play great. Joe Burrow missed uh, 13 games his rookie season after tearing his ACL and came back and sh- probably should have won the MVP, played phenomenal football, took I mean, his team to the Super Bowl. So, no, we've seen it when people are coming back from injury, which is what Odell is doing. It's when there's extended time away for extenuating circumstances where they can't be in a building, where they can't be playing football because of this, that, or the other, for gambling violations, for suspensions, for PEDs, stuff like that that has an extra mental hurdle and stuff like, like That's why we start judging people. When people leave football due to injury, we never talk about it like they're not going to be able to play again. I mean, no, and the last time we you. saw Odell, he was incredibly productive. Incredibly in the playoffs, productive. in the playoffs, he was very. Oh, I mean, oh no! At the end of the regular season, when once he joined LA, yeah, that's what that's and that's what I'm uh, saying. The thing, like, okay, like, there's a difference though between Joe Burrow coming back after tearing his first ACL at 23 years old and Odell coming back at 30 after tearing his second ACL, like. I'm not saying that I, – I don't know if Odell is good or not. Like, that's my problem. Because in Cleveland, he wasn't. He was okay. <coughs> as far as, like, NFL wide receivers go, he was okay. He but also like, had very public beef with Baker Mayfield, which I think he probably did. hurt that. But the last – again, I'm very much a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of guy. And so, yeah, if we're looking at – if you take the last five seasons as a whole, he's not been great. But when he's been in a position where he has actively wanted to be, we've seen him play phenomenal football. He probably, from the start of the Super Bowl, would have been the Super Bowl MVP had he continued to play like that. Obviously, he got hurt. He played really well in the postseason, played really well at the end of the regular season for L.A., When he wants to be somewhere, and he obviously wants to be with Lamar, Lamar is rejuvenated, he's got his contract, I think Odell is great. I also am a big believer in Rashad Bateman. I love the Zay Flowers pick. And come on, man. If if you need any more convincing, they have Nelson Aguilar. And Evan DuVernay. (laughs) I used to be a huge Aguilar fan. He sucks now. But anyway. I'm a big believer in Rashad Bateman, too. I love the Ravens. He hasn't he's barely played though since he's gotten in the league it seems like he's always hurt so like yeah which is definitely a factor for sure but like 13 for that like that's just crazy to me because like to me to me i can't judge what odell is i can't judge what bateman is and i can't judge what zay flowers is i that's three question marks that they're one two and three to me i don't think odell's a question mark I don't. I, we've seen him come back from injury before and play really well. We have seen him, when he's in a place he wants to be, play really well. He had his pick at 32 teams, and he chose Baltimore. He wants to be there. I I don't believe he had his pick at 32 teams. I really don't. I think he did. I think any team would have given him $8 million to play. I don't know, dude. A lot of people were like, that's a lot of money. I mean, he got 20, so... Um, but I, I just, I, I don't think Odell's a question mark at all. And I'm going to be honest. That's the only reason I have him at 12 is because of Odell. To me, I feel like the Odell market was soft for one reason and one reason alone. 
and this is me taking a leap of faith, if you will. Uh, I, I, uh, this, I have no basis to think this. This is just, to me, what I think made the most logical sense. If there was a market for Odell, he'd be in New York. Not the Jets. The Giants. That would have been good. The Giants would certainly not be 30th, 29th on my list like, if he was in there. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, you're telling me that... Because like, there was nothing about that at all. There was not a, yeah. a lick of buzz. You're telling me that the, one of the most wide receiver needy teams at the start of free agency, who was a hometown hero, I don't, I don't, I don't think he was from New York, but like you know, new yeah. kid on the block, capturing every fan's yeah. heart. Like, you're telling me that they wouldn't throw a dart at that? I don't buy that. I heard a lot of rumors that they did, and it just didn't work out. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't but. know. Uh, listen, I, I appreciate the faith you have in the Ravens. Uh, I hope that they play closer to my ranking. I have them at 19, but I'm a Steelers fan. A little bit biased. I will say, too, I, I do think the Ravens are too high on my list. I just I love Lamar. I love the Ravens. They're probably my second favorite team in that division. I don't think they're the second best team in that division. No, I do think they're the second best team in that division. But they're my second favorite team in that division behind the Steelers. Yeah. I just I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. So my bias is definitely playing also a factor in that being at twelve. Uh I've got the 49ers. I'm a bit I'm a big believer in Debo and Ayuk. I think that that is possibly one of the better not like rooms, but combos for a one two wide receiver in the league. Cause you have like Debo's like a unicorn, dude. He's like short. He's like Maurice Jones Drew catching the football. And was incredibly disappointing this season. Yeah, but again, you know, it was like three different quarterbacks. The whole system changed when McCaffrey came I mean, yeah. in. Like, no, that's fair. That's completely fair. It, it was a. It was a little. I'm, I'm sure they were kind of feeling out like how to use him with his contract and all that. Like, Darnell Mooney is five eleven. I thought he was so much bigger. Boom. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Encyclopedia brain. This guy. Ayuk. Uh, I, I I feel like this is where I'm putting a little bit of faith in. Like you did for, for the Ravens. Uh, yeah. Ayuk, we thought he was going to be that guy, and then he wasn't. But then he blew up out of nowhere last year. And if it, if it just took him a little longer to cook, then I think that this is where they slot in at. And I think that he is what he, what we saw last year. Yeah. I think it just took him a little while to to develop. Uh, it, under ah English operating under that assumption, that is where I am placing them. I got you. I mean, I can see it. I think the 49ers, in my bottom half of teams, probably have the most potential to make a pretty big jump. Um, but I just disappointed in Debo. I think Brandon Ayuk is not going to be anything great. You know what I mean? So, no, But no, I can see it. I could see it happening for sure. He, also, I feel like I've gotten – I'm still very upset. About you calling Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin better than Amari Cooper, so I, I'm I'm trying to breathe and calm down. I feel like I've been talking really loud. You've been you've been you've been so, just you've been a touch aggressive. Yeah, I've been aggressive this pod for sure. A touch aggressive. Ever since you made that absurd and egregious claim, 
Um, but I'm gonna calm down now. In a month and a half, you're gonna get a text from your mom. Yeah, yelling. Quit at yelling you. at my son. Yeah, I will never quit yelling at you. It'll probably say something like, uh, "She'll probably mention that she's a Commanders fan." Yeah, and how she feels disrespected by you sticking up for the Browns. Franchise. I'm not sticking up for the Browns. I'm sticking up for Amari Cooper. Who plays for the Browns. But I'm not sticking up for the team. Anyways, moving forward. Who, I think they're fourth in the division. This year. Who you got at 11? At 11, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, 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 okay. I used to be a Keenan Allen hater. He's pretty good. And when I say hater, I mean... I didn't think he was bad, but I thought he was overrated and overhyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have since been proven wrong. He he's is a, very good at the football. He's consistent. Yeah. Just, I mean, every season, he's yeah. going to give you exactly what you need. I, I love Mike Williams. Uh, and, if I'm being honest, um, they have a guy on their depth chart named Pokey Williams. And that's pretty awesome. Wow. Never heard uh, of him? That's His name's a, Pokey. That's but no, great, in all seriousness, I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are probably the best one-two, second best one-two in the when NFL. It's, when it's operating as it's supposed to. Yeah. And I think Justin Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And so I think with him throwing those two guys, one of the best one-twos in the league, the ball, I'm a huge believer in that offense. Um, and I know it doesn't count. But Austin Eckler can catch the crap out of some balls, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just a big fan of this wide receiver room let as me, a whole and their success so far and in the future. Let me tell you, dude. I like the Chargers. Probably, like, the more I sit back and think about it, the less I get their first-round pick drafting Quentin Johnson. Not only over Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison, but, like, they didn't need like they didn't need a wide receiver like yeah they could have gone so many other directions and defense like they needed help on defense yeah. last year. Uh, I've Granted, got, a lot of that was because of injury. Yeah, but yeah. Nonetheless, uh, I have a same division team at eleven. The Chargers. Oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah no you're I think that's I think that's a good ranking. I agree. I agree. What, do you wow. have? Where does he, what does he have? Wow. It took us 38 minutes to agree. Uh, he's got them at 7. So we have 10. No, no, no. What does he have at 11? The <laughs> Washington Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we have talked plenty about the commies. Yeah, we don't need uh, to. We don't need to keep. So we have twenty-two minutes to do our top ten. Good lord! I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know. We I, might have to do the top five in part three. Honestly, dude, I think I think getting four more might be a stretch. Uh, no, we got this. Okay, okay. Right, number Who 10. ten. Raiders. I have the Seattle Seahawks. How are we supposed to get four done and? Tr- 20 minutes when you are like that. I don't understand. Are they too low or too high? I think I think they're too low. Yeah. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I know you I know rookies or whatever like with Jackson Smith and Jigba, but like dude, like that is I you take what I said about San Francisco and like 
poof it from your brain because I lied. That is the best one-two combination of wide receivers. What I mean by that is like play style and like they like with those two guys, you fill every like every need that you need from a wide receiver. I mean, Tyler Lockett is a world-class punt returner, a speedy slot guy. DK Metcalf is physical, big-bodied, which I think is kind of a a uh, what's the word? That's kind of when you say someone is like a smart, intelligent person. Big brain? No, 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 no. Like smart, comma, intelligent. Like mentioning both of those adjectives is kind of like a overkill, but it's a different word for overkill. Exaggeration? No, it's hyperbole. No, it's redundant. Redundant. Oh. Yes, redundant. That's the word. Oh. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Listen, um, I moved the Seahawks. I think you're right. I don't know. Not necessarily what I was thinking. I think I know what I was thinking, but I think I was stupid when I was thinking it. So I have adjusted. My new number 10 is the Rams. Okay. And my the Rams are there for one reason and one reason only. Cooper Cup. You take Cooper Cup off this list, they are 27th or worse. Yeah. No, absolutely. But Cooper Cup is the second best wide receiver in football. I think he has... Arguably, I would argue the greatest season from start to finish, including the postseason, in NFL history. I think he is so freaking good. And he's incredibly fun to watch. I don't know that I agree with you on the greatest regular season and postseason, but definitely the greatest regular season. I mean, it's okay to be wrong, but... His postseason, literally everything he did in the regular season getting, got better in the postseason. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. This is a different conversation. Yeah. You're right. But I just I have this team that does not belong at 10. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I have them here for one reason and one reason only. Cooper And Cup. he is the red-headed white boy Cooper Cup. Okay, okay. And I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, well, I had the Raiders at 10. Our ESPN list maker has them at nine. And uh, at nine for me, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's wildly absurd. Uh, that the, is insane. Deontay Johnson is a guy. Mid. That's, that's, that's disrespectful. That is disrespectful. You want to get mad at me for being disrespectful to Mari Cooper, and then you go mid after I say Deontay Johnson? I have Deontay Johnson on my Dynasty League. I'm a big fan of Deontay Johnson. I just said that to piss you off. Oh, it works. I love Deontay Johnson so much. Uh, George Pickens, uh, you know, I will say at the time that I was making this list, uh, since making this list, I was reminded about Chase Claypool. As in, like, a couple minutes ago. And uh, I like to jump on to very early hype for young Pittsburgh wide receivers. I've done, I've, I did it with Mark Davis Bryant, Chase Claypool, now George Pickens. So I think I'm, I think I'm going to bump them down. Probably should. Now that I... I think I'm going to bump them down for the Broncos. Probably shouldn't do that. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, honestly... The more I think about it, the more like the Jets just have so like there. There's so many wide receivers that like pure depth. They'll just throw bodies at you. Yeah, 
I think I think I'm gonna make the Jets nine. All right. Yeah. All right. My nine uh, is at nine for the same reason the Rams are at ten, and that is yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think you take. Justin Jefferson off that team, and they're in a better position than the Rams are without Cup. But even still, um, not good. But Justin Jefferson is far and away, I don't think it's even close, the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. Uh, He established that this year, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a massive, massive fan. With the addition of the offensive Kevin Stefanski at head coach, not Kevin Stefanski, he's the head coach of the Browns, Kevin O'Connell. There you go. Um, in Minnesota, he has done nothing but get better. I think he will continue to get better. This kid is still like 14, so he will continue to get better. He is going to catch you touchdowns. He's going to give you 1,500 yards a year. I love Justin Jefferson, and they're nine on my list solely because of him. And I understand that that's dumb. I understand having the Rams at 10 is dumb. I don't care. Uh, I have I have the Vikings at six, so like I get it. You get it, yeah. And honestly, like I don't think anyone touches number one. Yeah, I think the Vikings are the most likely team to move up to two, though. I I am a you. It's probably because I'm a homer. I'm a homer, and uh, I really like Jordan Addison. I think I think that's going to be an electric combination. I agree. So I think that's I think that's like where they could rise, but I've got the Bucks. Uh, I personally would like to wait another year before I write off Chris Godwin. I didn't write him off. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you did. I'm okay. saying I'm waiting yeah. a year before I say yeah. yeah. I got you. you. Know I got you. Uh, I don't think this year is going to be the year, but Mike Evans has had. A thousand yards, like every season of his career. Isn't it like nine straight seasons or yeah. something like that? Yeah, that's pretty. Mike wild. Evans is the reason Johnny Manziel was good at football at Johnny Texas A and M. Was never good at football at Texas A and M. He was not because of Mike Evans, because he was playing against fourth graders on defense and throwing the ball to a Andre the Giant wearing number thirteen for A and M that year. Mike Evans. I mean, listen, fair enough, fair enough. All right, who does he have at nine? Or yeah, nine. Uh, we're at eight. He's got he's got the Bucks. No, we're at nine right now. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I saw the Steelers and I was like, yeah, I had the Jets. He had the Raiders. Okay, now we're at eight. He and I both have the Bucks. Oh wait, at eight. I oh. have the Jets at nine. I got oh. I got flipped flipped. Around. I have the Bills at eight. I have them a little higher, but I don't hate that. I don't I think I think we got a little bit ahead of ourselves with Gabe Davis. He had that because four of touchdown his game playoff yeah. performance a few years ago. He wasn't bad. A couple years ago. You know? years he ago. just but, wasn't what we expected. But then this season he was not what we thought he was gonna be. Right. I do love Stefan Diggs. I yeah. think Stefan Diggs is a top five receiver in this league. That's why they have remained at eight. Mm-hmm. I love Stefan Diggs. Um, him and Josh Allen are great. This team, though, offensively, the last half of the season looked like it took a step back. Yeah. And yeah. I can't explain it because it doesn't really show up in the numbers per se. They just looked a little bit out of sync. 
Yeah, and before, a little bit weird. Before it was like watching, like for, it wasn't anything like that final two yeah. minute clash between Mahomes and uh, Allen. Yeah, where it was just like poetry in motion, and it yeah. was fluid. It was it was more rigid, and it was kind of clunky. Yeah, yeah. Which like, and they still got it done. So I'm not saying it's going to be bad. Again, I, I mean, I have them at eight, but I think we got ahead of ourselves with Gabe Davis. That team looked a little clunky, and so that's why they're not any higher. I hear you. I hear you. No, yeah, that's I. I think that's I think that's a good. I think that's a good spot for them. Uh, again, I already talked about the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so moving on to seven, he has the Chargers. Uh, at seven, I have the New York Jets. Okay, I have the Cowboys. I am a huge fan of Garrett Wilson, huge fan of Alan Lazard, huge fan of Mecole Hardman. Uh, and then they have Corey Davis. They have Randall Cobb, who I know is certainly washed, but I think he's a guy who's going to probably have five touchdowns this year. 170 yards, but five touchdowns. He's old reliable for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think Denzel Mims still has potential. And none of these guys are world beaters, right? Right. None of these guys that I just named, none of the top six guys are just phenomenal, going to crush you, going to get 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns. But they have six guys. Yeah. Like that, like, again, we had this conversation last time. You say they have a crowded room. I don't think there's such, such a thing. I think at any point in time, Aaron Rodgers can just chuck the ball in the middle of the field, and they have three or four guys that can smother it and somehow come down with that football. And I just think with the sheer numbers and the depth at that team, I've got them uh, right smack dab at number seven. Uh, I've got the Cowboys at seven. Uh, he had them a lot higher. To me, getting rid of Cooper instead of Gallup was a huge mistake. And I, agree. I, I think it had they kept Cooper and gotten rid of Gallup and that one two was uh, Cooper Lamb, I think that that would be a, a top five combo. I agree. But uh, to my understanding, CD Lamb has a problem with holding on to the football. So when people say he has a problem with it, that's a little bit drastic. He had a few drops, he had a couple of fumbles. It wasn't like absurd. It's not like he had 12 fumbles and 20 drops. Like, I mean, it's. It doesn't take a lot, though, for it to get. It's enough to say that he needs to address it, sure. But saying he has a problem, I think, is. Listen, man, it's not. It's not my words. I'm using other people's words. Yeah, and bringing the facts to ye. Ye. Uh, So that's that's why I ultimately have them lower. So, last one for this part i cannot believe we're making this a three part are we gonna we're, are we gonna have three consecutive podcasts no around wide no, no, receivers no no, 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 no no the next one's about hockey no it has to be we can't we cannot no one's gonna listen we to the cannot have wide receivers 32 through 16 and then 15 through 5 and then hockey and then or 15 through 6 and then hockey and then I, one through five i just i feel like we need to We'll, we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. But anyway. Uh, he's got, at six, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I don't either. I, this is where I have the Vikings. What? 
Uh, and that's partly because, like, we talk about the Justin Jefferson effect what? and my personal opinions towards Jordan Addison, but the Arizona Cardinals. Yikes. What? Yikes. Like, oh, wow. Uh, six is where I have the Cowboys. I think I, I'm a big CD fan. Um, I do like Michael Gallup a lot. Like, I don't, like, yes, I think he needs to, um, his production is a little bit underwhelming for sure, but I like Michael Gallup a lot. Plus, I think the addition of Brandon Cooks was huge uh, in the offseason. I think Brandon Cooks getting thrown the ball by Dak Prescott is going to take a massive leap this year. Um, I'm a big fan of Cooks, and so... Uh, with Gallup and Cooks and CD, I think that's a really good one, two, three. So I've got him at six. But I do think um, if they had Cooper, I'd probably put him top three, if I'm being honest. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. So listen, we've got eight minutes. Okay. You want to run through the top five, and then we'll just give our top five and talk about where we disagree. Because I feel like a lot of these teams are going to be the same. Yeah. In okay. our top fives. All right. So he, I got at five, this is where I have Buffalo. Okay. I've, I moved Seattle to five. Okay. I do think uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both elite. And JSN can be great, but we don't know enough. Um, I am still not sold on the ball thrower that is Geno Smith. Same. And so that is why when I re-looked at this, I didn't want to put him anywhere else because I think the rest of these guys have a lot more solid guys thrown on the ball and a lot – I'm not going to say a lot more solid rooms because I do think Lockett and Metcalf are huge, but that's where I have Seattle. Okay, okay. Uh, I have Seattle at four. Okay. I have Philadelphia at four. Okay, okay. I think Devontae Smith is really good. A.J. Brown has a stat – like he came out this season. Yeah, absolutely. And said, it was almost like this season was a massive screw you to Tennessee. Like, yeah. Look at what you just lost. Let me yep. come out here and be a top three guy this year. I can't remember the last time a team had that much egg on its face. Yeah. Like, that is tough. Yeah. That trade got their GM fired. Yeah, legitimately. Like, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, I'm a massive Eagles fan, uh, and I think Eagles at four with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Really fast. right where they need to be. How different do you think the Titans' future outlook is if they don't trade A.J. Brown? I don't think they draft Will Levis. I, d- I agree. I don't think... I think they're building an offensive line to help Tannehill. Yeah. Instead of looking for his replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I mean, think they're addressing defensive needs instead of taking a quarterback. Like, I, yeah, I think, I think it's a lot different for sure. Uh, so... You have the Eagles at four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have the I have the Seahawks, like we said. Uh, top three. I'm going to give you my top three. Okay. And three, two, one. Like, okay. I've got the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Bengals. Uh, mine is the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Bengals. Um, I think. I think. The, the three of Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. Uh, T. Higgins. It's, that's, that's a broken combo. Any two of them put together 
I think would be a top five one-two. Yeah. Any two. Yeah. And so all three of them together, I think, is not fair. And it is broken. Because I think when we talk about most of these teams, it's a really, really strong guy one. It is a uh, really good one-two. Or it's they have a lot of not great guys, but a lot of depth. They have three great wide receivers. I'm not going to yep. say three phenomenal because I don't think Tyler Boyd is phenomenal, but I think he's great. Can you? They have three great wide receivers. I don't think there is a possibility for anyone at one other than Cincinnati. Can you name where they went to college? Uh, Jamar Chase went to LSU. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. That's all you got. I don't okay. know where Tyler Boyd or uh, Tyler Boyd or T Higgins went. Uh, Pitt and Clemson. I I thought Clemson. I thought Clemson, but I didn't want to say it. We like had it. a we we mentioned that pre-draft, okay. like the Clemson wide receivers: Hunter Renfro, T. Higgins, D. Hop, Mike Williams. I will say I think the uh, the reason I had the Dolphins at two, mm-hmm. I think Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are probably two of the three fastest guys in the NFL. Yeah, and they're on the same team. <laughs> Both of yeah. them had well over a thousand yards last season. Could you um, imagine? I think between them they had like almost twenty touchdowns. Like it like literally like twenty three hundred yards. And I I'm I'm thinking this. I don't know this for a fact. I haven't looked at their stats recently. Yeah. No, but it but was, it was a something like twenty three hundred yards and like twenty touchdowns together. Yeah. Just from those two. Could you imagine that's absurd. Could you imagine if they played if they if that was Josh Allen's one two? Instead of Diggs Davis, because like, what do we know about Allen? He's got a, a bazooka attached to his shoulder. Apparently, yeah. getting the yeah. two fastest guys would probably uh, yeah. like. I I feel like that offense would really be moving. You don't. Tua's got a pretty big arm too, though. I think we we underrate Tua's arm. A no, bit, no, he but. does. He does, but like. He doesn't have the arm that Allen has. Yeah, Allen could throw from five yards deep in his end zone and hit the goalpost. I think it's also important to recognize as well, though, that uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill had these numbers with significant time missed by two of the season. Yeah, yeah. Also very important to note. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, and absolutely. then the Raiders, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. I think Hunter Renfro is uh, probably the second most underrated wide receiver in the NFL behind Amari Cooper. Um, I love, love, love Hunter Renfro. And then Devontae Adams is the third best wide receiver in the league. So. I think you're just a closeted Raiders fan. I also think I might be a <laughs> I love the Raiders, dude. Like... I love them. I love Devontae Adams. I love Hunter Renfro. I like that team a lot. Um, they they tried to piss me off when they traded Darren Waller, though. Yeah. For a friggin' bag of balls. No, it was a third. It was a good... Uh, anyway. I don't. I'm so happy that we did not break this into a third part, yeah. dude. Because like knowing us, we would have been like, yeah, we already got the third. We already got the third episode figured out. We'd sit down five minutes later, and be like, shit. Yeah. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Try to communicate without communicating while the mic's rolling. We got it done. We Those sure are do. our wide receiver room rankings. That they are. Uh, that they are. Listen. I don't know which one of our lists you like better. I don't know if you guys are okay with Thomas being mad disrespectful on this podcast. I do know that David will probably never come out 
publicly in support of the Raiders. I've as been their very number public one. in I'm, my support of the Raiders. What I meant is like as your number one team. Oh no, they're not my number one team. You say that, dude. The Colts the Colts are my number one team. The Colts will always be my number one team. All I'm saying, dude, is you do nothing but complain about the Colts and you do if nothing. If the Raiders but... were my number one team, I would do plenty of complaining about the Raiders. I don't believe you. Thomas, let me ask you this question. I mean answer this answer yeah, this question. If you have an acquaintance mm-hmm. that tells you they're going to do something. Mm-hmm. And you're fond of this acquaintance. They're nice. They're cool. You think, I could really hang out with this dude. Mm-hmm. And they promise you they're going to do something, and then they don't do it. You're disappointed, right? Yeah. You're sad. But it doesn't break your world. Yeah. Now, I've been your best friend for 13 years. You Thank and I you are very close. Yeah. We do a lot together. Okay. Let's say I promise you I'm going to do something. Okay. Something you're really looking forward to, and then I do not follow through. You're going to be a lot more disappointed, right? Oh, yeah. Psychologically, the things that we love the most, we get hurt by ten times worse. Because we build up expectations. We put them super high on a pedestal. So when they let us down, they fall harder. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. The more we love something, the more disappointed we are when they do something we disagree with. That is me and the Colts. I love the Colts more than any sports team, period. And so when they do even the slightest thing, it shatters my heart into a million pieces. So that's why I trash the Colts. I love them. I will support them till my dying day. I don't care if we go full Cleveland Browns 1-31. I will keep my Colts jerseys on the wall. I will have my decal on my license plate and the sticker on the back of my truck. And that giant blanket hanging on that wall. I love the Indianapolis Colts. They just don't, don't love their fans. question my fandom again. I don't know about you, but uh, that made me question it more. Very passionate, though. I appreciated the, the candor. I'm going to punch you. Don't do that. Listen, I don't know if David's going to punch me. I do. I don't know what your plans are for this Mother's Day coming up. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Uh, But what I do know is that uh, we're We're just just here here so we we don't don't get fined. fined.